But I think the vision is bigger than that. The vision is to get you and I to have this conversation in Swahili. That would be amazing, yeah. right? Uh, but that will take time. And I think that's where translation comes in. Mm-hmm. Like I keep saying, imagine if a kid in Tanzania could read Diary of a Wimpy Kid in Swahili. That becomes powerful. Or any other book in Swahili. It becomes really powerful because language is powerful. It connects people. You're listening to Speaking of Language, a podcast recorded at the Language Resource Center at Cornell University. Each week, we explore a topic related to language pedagogy and second language acquisition. This week on Speaking of Language. We learn about the Safal Cornell Kiswahili Prize, an initiative meant to proliferate African language writings across the globe. Welcome to a new episode of Speaking of Language. I'm Angelica Kramer, the director of the Language Resource Center at Cornell University. And I'm Sam Lupowitz, the LRC's media manager. Today, we meet with Anthony Ngana, a representative from the East Africa-based Safal Group. Anthony is here to discuss the Safal Cornell Kiswahili Prize, an award to recognize writing and translations in African languages. We are excited to learn more about this prize and its goals. Welcome to Speaking of Language, Anthony. Thank you very much. So before we dive into talking about uh, the Kiswahili Prize, we'd love to hear about you and your background and your path with languages. What does that look like for you? Wow. Um, it's a long background. <laughs> I, I'm a civil engineer by profession ah. um, that went into IT, mm-hmm. uh, then went into marketing. Oh. I worked for Procter & Gamble mm-hmm. uh, for a bunch of years. Yeah. Uh, then from there, um, joined the Safal Group, mm-hmm. and the Safal Group is actually yes, we we are, we are, we are, we are, our headquarters are in Kenya in mm-hmm. Nairobi, but we're an, we're an Africa-wide group, so we are in ten countries today, so oh, wow. all of East Africa, and into Southern Africa, mm-hmm. and as a group, we pride ourselves in providing building solutions mm-hmm. um, to our consumers, um, and what that means is we, we are renowned for roofing, so. Practically, um, we, we introduced uh, steel uh, roofing, uh, steel, uh, hmm. metal steel roofing into, yeah. into, the, into the East African side of things in yes. Southern Africa. Um, and that has been our strength. On top of that, we do a lot of um, uh, what people call ESG now. And within that, within our um, CSI or CSR, mm-hmm. we have four, four pillars. Mm-hmm. So that is health, there's education, uh, there's environment, and there's shelter. So within the education piece, yeah. we have technical institutes uh, where we teach uh, young kids uh, that don't make it to university. We give them real skills hmm. so that when they graduate and walk out, they can get jobs. Wonderful, yeah. Then we also do Swahili. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to, okay, we don't teach Swahili, um, but we are involved in Swahili because uh you don't have that many so he published Swahili authors. Mm-hmm. And, and our chairman, uh, Mr. Saricha, uh, a few, pro- almost 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, had a meeting with uh, a lady called Lizzie Atri, Professor Latif, and uh, Mukomangogi. Mm-hmm. And they came up with the notion of how do, we, how do we create, how do we expand the portfolio of um, published African authors mm-hmm. in Swahili? Yeah. So new authors. Yeah. And enhance the Kisoli was Kisoli Prize was born um, almost ten years ago, and and every year we award the the prize in the, uh, in, in in literature mm-hmm. and in poetry, hmm. um, and we've done I think so far we've probably awarded uh, fifteen we have we have had fifteen winners or thereabout, wow. yeah. um, and this year Massey we were very happy to have published 
uh, a good chunk of them. Actually, all of them. We, wow, we, 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 wonderful, we, we, yeah. We publish a few books for every single one of them. And yeah, so that's how we, we've come to be involved um, with Kiswahili. And our desire is to get as many authors published as possible, but also get Kiswahili penetrated as a language uh, in the world. Yeah, mm. wonderful. So you just mentioned that the, the prize was founded almost 10 years ago in yeah. 2014. Yeah. And what's what's really wonderful for me, um, the goal is to recognize writing in African languages and encouraging translation from yeah. between and into African languages. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about who can enter, what types of entries you are hoping to receive, and, yeah. and what you already mentioned a little bit about the larger goals of what you want to achieve, but yeah. maybe you can expand on that a little bit as well. Yeah, and also we haven't, uh, so the translation piece I think is still, that, that, that we haven't gotten there yet. Okay. okay. We are still very much at the publishing. Mm -hmm. um, anyone that has not been published before, Mm -hmm. that can write in Swahili, mm -hmm. can enter. So there's no there's no restriction. Okay. Um, so anybody that has not been published, um, they're open to enter. And essentially, we are getting manuscripts uh, in... Uh, so it's, it's short stories, essentially. Sure. Um, and poetry. Mm -hmm. Those are those have been the two um, areas that we've focused on. Uh, and, and that has been good. We, we, we've, we've received uh, numerous entries, and mm -hmm. we get a lot of good entries. Um, but, you know, as it is, you, you need a winner. Uh, <laughs> so we, 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 we like I think we, we probably over the last maybe 14, over the last 10 years, um, we would have received probably close to maybe a thousand manuscripts. Wow, um, okay. Yeah, maybe 500 manuscripts. Yeah. Um, but then we have to, uh, the, 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 the judges have to be really diligent. Of course. Um, to find something that really resonates. Mm -hmm. That would be good for the for the audiences to read as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, so anybody that can write that mm -hmm. has not been published before mm -hmm. is welcome to to. It doesn't matter what country you're in. Okay, we've had people submitting uh, manuscripts from Germany. Oh, mm -hmm. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So it's pretty wide. Wonderful. And it's an online entry. Sure. So you could enter from wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Huh. Terrific. What challenges do you face, have you faced in soliciting these writings? Um, I'd love to hear about how you've met some of those challenges um, and, and how you hope to meet them more moving forward. Yeah, I, I think one of, the, one of the challenges has been, um, I think, writing for publishing is mm. very different from just writing. True. Mm -hmm. So I think initially the, the manuals that came through are very raw. Mm -hmm. And a lot of work had to go in to try and really, um, so it, it made the work for the judges a little bit tougher sure. because uh, people would write in a very natural way. Uh, well, when you write for publishing, it's a little bit different. So what we've done is we've held um, clinics uh, or, or maybe sessions where we actually walk the, mm -hmm. the, the potential uh, writers and authors on, on how to write. Mm -hmm. And this has been good because I think the quality of the manuscripts uh, oh, is, is improving, yep. uh, which of course makes the, the work for the judges mm -hmm. um, uh, a lot easier. Um, yeah, so that, that, that for me, I think would have been the biggest challenge. Now, um, the, the other challenge we have is, is we need to publish um, mm -hmm. the books. Yeah. It's one thing for you to have many books written or many manuscripts. So you want to publish and you want to print or at least dig digitize of them course. as well. 
Um, because our objective is to try and get as many um, books in people's hands. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you can't print the book, then <laughs> sure. it, it becomes difficult. Sure. Yeah. People argue that why don't you use um, the digital format, mm-hmm. which is true, but not everybody, uh, like for example, in on the continent, will have access to the internet. Mm. Um, so, so that becomes a bit of a ch- They may have access, sure. yeah. but can they afford to download a book uh, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing? So I think quality of manuscripts, that's improving. Um, what we now need to do is to make sure that we get the manuscripts, we we publish and print to make sure that we can get as many people. Printing is expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need to find the resourcing for us to be able to print. This year we spent uh, close to, you know, $30,000 wow. printing uh, books. We, mm-hmm. we did about 8,000 books that are going to be distributed across uh, universities and colleges uh, nice. in Tanzania and Kenya. Uh-huh. But that's a drop of water uh, yeah. in the mighty ocean. So yeah. I think we, we, we need help to make sure that we can get as many as many manuscripts published and eventually printed. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Do you work with a specific publisher on this or is it self-published? So we're working with a publisher um, because the, the Kiswahili, the, the, we, we have a board of, we, we have a board within the Kiswahili Prize yeah. that is uh, uh, chaired by Professor Abdul Latif. Professor Abdul Latif, I think, is one of the foremost uh, Swahili writers in the mm-hmm. world. Um, and then there's a company in Tanzania called Mkuki Nanyota. Mm-hmm. So Mkuki Nanyota have been our publishing uh, partner and, 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 and they do it for next to nothing. Yeah. But even yeah. that is expensive. At the end of yeah, the day, of course, I mean, of you, course, still, you yeah. still need to, um, yeah. you know, they still need to, 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 to it, it costs money to, to, to print and to publish at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about um, the purchase and distribution of books when working with the publisher? What is the role of Cornell in this process? Uh, and what is the role of Safal and, and other African sources and contributors. Yeah, so the I think today um, Cornell's role has been in getting us the judges. I mm-hmm. think that I mean, like if, if you look at the the sausage machine, so the manuscripts come in; they mm-hmm. need to be assessed. Sure, uh, you know, by, by a bunch of qualified uh, judges, yeah. uh, and Cornell um, helps us with that. Then after that, we we then as Safal Group, um, look, we, we host the awards. So mm-hmm. we have, a, a, you know, a, an event where we announce the winners and award. Um, a, the winners get $5,000 $5, nice. each. Um, yeah. And I think the runners-up will get about $3,000. Mm-hmm. And uh, then once that's, that's just part of it. Then once that is done, we take the manuscripts and get them properly, you know, edited sure. uh, for publishing. Mm-hmm. We have um, we we have a sponsor, uh, not a sponsor, but we have our partners Mukuki Nanyota that I mentioned before mm-hmm. that would then do um, the the publishing, and that is paid for um, by by Safal Group. Got it. Um, and that's and that's what I was saying that I think uh, an an opportunity lies in there in terms of if we can get more people interested mm-hmm. in getting us to to to, to publish uh, as many books as possible i mean to print as many books as possible uh, that comes in pretty handy great the 8000 odd books that we published this year those are fully being given to universities mm-hmm. to, to 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 tertiary educa- to tertiary institutions of education uh, we're distributing those books into both um Tanzania mm-hmm. and into into Kenya for free mm-hmm. as a That's way great. to um, as a way to market the authors 
and also to to get those books out there. Of course. Um, and, and of course, you know, the, the, the intention is that, um, I think I'm banging the table. The, the intention is that with time, then that creates a natural pool mm -hmm. uh, for these others. But there's still a lot more work needed to get these authors out there. Because today, I mean, like if somebody publishes a book uh, in Europe, in the US, they have, they have, uh, they, they have um, roadshows where they actually publicize the book. Sure, yeah. So that people get yeah. to know. You get endorsements and that kind of thing. We, we, we haven't gotten there yet. And actually, you know, one of the things that would be fantastic is if we could take five of the authors and just do a roadshow with them across Kenya and Tanzania where people are actually reading um, Swahili. Yeah. Then that becomes interesting because then people know them. You create the awareness. You create the marketing for them. You create the pool for the books. And that way... Absolutely. It becomes commercially viable yeah. um, for, the, for the authors. Um, and also for the language, mm -hmm. it's a good thing because you get the books out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. but today what you're doing yeah. is all it's it's it's, it's all uh, philanthropic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and maybe in the future we here at Cornell can encourage some of the students who participate in our sweet poetry event, where they read poetry in different languages. Maybe they can read some of the authors that you have published. That would that would be brilliant. We had a we had a discussion with uh, Jackie from AID. Mm -hmm. And actually, one of the thoughts she had is um, apparently the students do have uh, um, uh, weekly conversation mm -hmm. uh, sessions. Mm -hmm. yep. And one of the thoughts was, why don't we get them to read yeah. some of the books from True. the authors? Yeah. Then get them to discuss those books. But even better, bring some of those authors here. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then they get to interact with the kids. Uh, they get to, I mean, you get to shake hands with the person that wrote the book. Absolutely. Get yeah. into their mind. Yeah. But also they get to teach because mm -hmm. these are proficient uh, Swahili sure. uh, you know, speakers yeah. and writers. Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I think th those are the ideas we are looking for because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's a movement we are creating mm -hmm. for Swahili. Yep. And it's not going to be linear. I think there'll be many parts that come together. Yeah. But as long as they come together in a coherent way. Exactly. Then slowly but surely we yep. build. Yep. And suddenly Swahili begins to permeate uh, across the world. There we go. Yeah. I Fantastic. like that. Yeah. So something else that I'm interested in hearing a little bit more, what is your perspective on the importance of multilingualism? How does the Safal Cornell Kiswahili Prize hope to nurture multilingualism and appreciation of it? Yeah. The fact that you and I are communicating is the fact that we both understand yeah. uh, the same language. Yeah. Um, I think language is powerful mm -hmm. in connecting people. I think Africa is growing very quickly. I think, you know, if you look at the stats that are published, um, it's going to be the, the, the biggest consumption in the future is going to come from Africa just by virtue of the sheer number of populations that mm -hmm. you're going to have over there. Yeah. I think... Anybody that wants to do business, uh, for example, in Africa, being able to communicate uh, in a language that people understand becomes extremely important. Yes. Um, Kiswahili is one of the African Union official languages. Mm -hmm. So it's been identified as, as one of those. Yeah. So if there's one language that I think people should try and learn, it's Swahili. Mm -hmm. We already have 300 million speakers of Swahili, different dialects maybe, but generally Swahili, across uh, mm -hmm. across Africa. I think we can expand that uh, to reach a lot more people. Um, 
Yeah, because language is rich. Um, I, I think there the, are the, the many aspects to it. I think there's one which is a commercial aspect, but also there's one of heritage, you know, just sure. really um, uh, just nurturing history and culture. Um, so, so I think language comes in very strongly in that sense. Uh, and hence why I think that, uh, you know, the, the role that we play in trying to, um, if nothing happens, beyond what we've done today, mm -hmm. if the Kisuhili Prize remains as it is today, I think we will end up having lots and lots of manuscripts, uh, possibly edited, maybe not published. Mm -hmm. But that in mm -hmm. itself will be a big journey because oh, you're moving from yeah. having a very little database mm -hmm. of, of, of published books to a slightly bigger one. Yes. But I think the vision is bigger than that. The vision is to get you and I to have this conversation yeah. in Swahili. That'd oh, there amazing, you go. Yeah. Right? Uh, but that will take time. And yeah. I think that's where translation comes in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I keep saying, imagine if a kid in Tanzania could read Harry Potter huh. in Swahili. Yeah. Or Dare of a Wimpy Kid yeah. in Swahili. Yeah. That becomes powerful. Or any other book yeah. in Swahili. It becomes really powerful because language is powerful. It connects people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's wonderful. Anthony, where can our listeners find out more about this Afalo Cornell Kiswahili Prize and when is the next deadline? Um, so the, with regards to where they can find it online, mm -hmm. uh, if you just Google um, Safal uh, Cornell Kiswahili Prize, you'll, before it used to be called the Mabati okay. uh, Cornell Kiswahili Prize. Mabati is, well, our biggest company is called Mabati Rolling Mills. Mm -hmm. And initially the, the sponsorship was between Mabati and our sister company, uh, Alaf in Tanzania. Mm -hmm. But what we've done is we've elevated it and made it a group um, yep. uh, group prize. So it's now the Safal Cornell Kiswahili Prize. So if you go online, you can find it. The deadline for the 2024 uh, entries is already closed mm, because now mm -hmm. we are we're going through the judging process because the awards will happen sometime in end of January, early February. The next one is going to be announced. It, mm -hmm. It's normally posted out uh, so that everybody knows when it's going to happen. But okay. it's probably going to be, a, it, it will happen probably around April uh, time frame, give or take. Okay, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Great. Well, listeners, we hope to receive many more new contributions yes. for yeah. the 2025 competition. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, the, the challenge that I, uh, yeah, and as, as, and as I mentioned earlier on, we, we, uh, I think it's a multi-pronged, um, approach. So we, we we need to we need to digitize. Mm -hmm. um, we also need to we also need to print mm -hmm. as many books as possible. We also need to look at you know how do we how do we how do we market these authors yeah. so that we we drive um, awareness on their books. Uh, and last but not least, I think we also need to explore translation mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. if we can find a way to translate some of the, I mean, like a partnership with um, the author of uh, uh, Harry Potter, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, or Chinua Achebe, mm -hmm. or wh whoever it is, but get those books translated yeah. to Swahili. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the impact would be incredible. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, it would be incredible. You, you get lots, of, lots more people reading, and yeah. especially on the continent. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So we do have a curveball for you here. Yeah, it comes. You might be ready for it, you might not. But is there a word in a language that you speak, that you love, that you are learning, that doesn't exist in English, but that you wish it did? So, ugotire wairegi, otoire. 
So what it means is um, amongst, the, amongst the Kikuyus, you had generations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, and, and they had, so Wairegi is a generation, but then much older generation. Mm. And of course, over time, they die. Yeah. But the but the essence of it is, and, and, and Mokoma can definitely come in, is the fact that nobody lives forever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, your time comes, mm-hmm. and and it passes on, yeah. and the next generation comes along and takes on, and the process continues. So it was very important when people are discussing just to, you know, give you the feeling of don't for any don't for an instant think that you're going to be here um, mm, forever. forever yeah. Your time will come and you will pass and others will come. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Fantastic. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for speaking of language with us today. We really appreciate you sharing all this with us. Thank you very much. Next week, Don Vosberg joins us to talk about gaming as a learning tool. Until then, auf Wiederhören. The Language Resource Center is located on the ground floor of Stimson Hall on Cornell's main campus in Ithaca, New York. Check us out on the web at lrc.cornell.edu. Or follow Cornell LRC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Speaking of Language is produced by Angelica Kramer and Sam Lupowitz. Recorded by Sam Lupowitz. Original music by Sam Lupowitz, Dan Gable, and Joe Gibson. Thanks also to the College of Arts and Sciences at Cornell University. As a reminder, the ideas and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect those of the College of Arts and Sciences or any other official entity of Cornell University. We thank our listeners, and do stay tuned for our next episode.